All right, hello and welcome to Pirate Radio. Uh, you call it whatever you want. Crypto Radio. I really don't care. Um, today we have, uh, you could call it the Loot Show. I like calling it the Loot Show because I'm Loot. Um, so today we have a, a special guest. He's from the Free Thought Project. Uh, also, I think Police the Police. And, uh, his name is Matt the Algorist. Uh, Matt the Algorist is an honorably discharged veteran from the USMC and former intelligence operator directly tasked by the NSA. This prior experience gives him unique insight into the world of government corruption and the American police state. Agorist has been an independent journalist for over a decade and has been featured on mainstream networks around the world. Agorist is the editor and large, at large at the Free Thought Project. Oh, so yo, you so you do the editing on the stuff there too? Cool. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I've uh, I've been the uh, the when Jason and I founded it in 2013, um, I was the only writer, you know. <laughs> but then we we picked quickly picked up a whole bunch more writers, and uh, yeah, I've been editing it for that whole time. Mm-hmm. Dude, you were <clears throat> hey, bro. Yeah, man, it was crazy. Come on, give uh, us the weekly leaks. Much different now than what it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's so I was in, uh, I, I'm old. I'm, I'm 44, man. So, uh, yeah, when I worked, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, it's relative, I guess, right? But, um, when I worked for the NSA, um, it was exactly the opposite of what we do now, what the NSA does now, not we, but when I worked mm-hmm. for them, like if we, if we spun up on some, um, so my job when I was in the Marine Corps was to, uh, basically like a spy, we would, Go in the country and, um, you know, our talk. I had a five man team. They had, uh, we had several Croatian linguists, Arabic linguists, and, um, I was, uh, like a signal, um, analyst. Like I listened to different radio signals and stuff. I didn't speak any different languages, but if we, uh, if we ran up on like friendly chatter, like an American voice or anything like that, <clears throat> When we were, uh, searching, you know, it was against the law for us to, to actually mm-hmm. continue listening. You know, we had to scroll on. Now it's, right, that's right. become actual, the policy of the NSA, <laughs> you know, where they, they yeah. actually, Make they, sure you they listen seek to out American thing. chatter. Yeah. Make sure yeah, you listen they, they, to they, it all. <laughs> right, right, right. They, <laughs> I don't you know. know. They, they I don't know. That. Chief, chief, the, this, this lady, she's moaning like crazy. Do I continue to listen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you it ever was, listen um, to stuff like that? I I did. Um, it was oh, you know it's funny stuff. Um, oh, when we were doing, like, I mean, you know, nothing, nothing like uh, you know, crazy or nothing like that. But I would hear we would when we were doing local like domestic exercises in the United States. You know, it was all all that. <laughs> you know, we didn't get any foreign um, communications inside the United States. So yeah, but we would they, pick they up a- on uh. They had to oh, have a way to it? to filter out like the like like you know like look for keywords right I mean you can't just listen to everybody's conversation that's a lot of fucking work <laughs> there's got to be some type of filtration system bro where, yeah. they, where you filter back keywords. then they didn't have, you know we didn't they didn't data mine all that so they didn't store all this communications and cell phones are relatively new so um you know, they operated on a different frequency back then, so mm. we can we can just pick up on that whatever was near us. You know, when we were doing exercises yeah. domestically, yeah. So you'd hear like drug deals and shit because that was about the only people who had cell phones back then. <laughs> you know, 
was like it was a lot of drug dealing and stuff, and uh, so it was funny to listen to that stuff. But again, if we were if we if we documented any of that or you know I you know turned any of that information in, it would have been illegal and we would have been charged. And now ah. it's completely different. <clears throat> oh, oh, that's not good. I, I was gonna say I'm happy they do that, but now that you say it's different, that's not cool. No, right now, like that's the policy. That's what they're supposed to do. They they spy on everybody, regardless, without a warrant and everything. So it's all the data is collected, turned turned over to that uh, that big massive well, I, NSA plant in Utah. <clears throat> I have about so. thirteen computers in the house, and I leave them playing porno constantly. So <laughs> <laughs> your FBI handler is uh, pr- pretty well entertained, then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obfuscation, man. Yeah, I saw today, uh, the FBI, um, there was a, like, Project Veritas that, 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 um, you know, the undercover group, in journalist group or whatever, they, they got some leaked FBI documents and they put an, anarcho-capitalists on the, uh, domestic terrorist list now, so. Oh, uh, they actually had the yellow and black flag on it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, uh, the non-aggression so, principle is such a threat to the, you know, to, to the safety and health of others. Yeah, <laughs> goddamn ANCAPs. Well, right. I'm glad I don't label myself with any labels, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, I don't really either. <laughs> but if you had to, that, if someone forced me into a corner, I could claim anar- anarcho-capitalism, I guess. But I'm more just like voluntary interactions. <laughs> Yeah, Republicans, <laughs> man. These people, they really like, like, they really embrace this role. <laughs> like, 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 mm-hmm. hey, I'm a Democrat, you know, he's, oh, you know, and they go out this, there with that, with that moxie, you know, like, like, you know, you're, I don't like Republicans because, and then you got the opposite side of the table. I don't like Democrats because, you know, and, it, and it's like, guys, guys, what the fuck are you yeah. doing, man? Who cares about if you're a Democrat or Republican? Can you feed yourself at the end of the day? Yeah. It's, it blinds people, man. This two-party yeah. paradigm, it it uh it traps people in and makes them unable to see that their own faults and be able to hold two contradictory beliefs at the same time. It's, it's self-evident. and It's gamification, it's, it's, bro. They, it gamified society. So everybody feels like they're playing this fucking game. Yeah, yeah, and they're then they root for their team, you know. Exactly. They feel like they're they're winning if their team's in power, and so they don't care if it, their team oppresses the rights of others or anything like that. It's yeah. fucking brilliant yeah. if you think about it, man. It's it a is. brilliant way to control people by just pitting them against each other with two vague, you know, vaguely different belief systems that are basically support the same thing, which is the centralization of power into the state, you know? I mean, the fucking left is for big government, you know, and so is the right, so they just... Oh, sure, they, they just want they, they, things, they, so. Oh, sure, they know how to decentralize powers, but when it comes to fucking everything else... Right, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, so after your, uh, you know, your shift over there and with corporate America, uh, you know, where, 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 how did you get out? Oh yeah, so they man, they actually. Um, I was actually a pretty good uh, marine. Like I was, I, I excelled in everything, and they actually wanted me to stay in, and they offered me a bunch of money actually to stay in and then go work directly at NSA in Fort mm-hmm. Meade, Maryland, and um, I turned it all down. <laughs> Thank God, man. Good for you, I, uh, good for you. Money's I got the out devil, bro. And, <laughs> no, money is not the devil. <laughs> As you know, well, you know, yeah, definitely can. You know, I'm not an used to wield power. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Um, but the, you know, so I was, uh, I turned that down, I got out and then nine 11 happened. And, um, like it happened like a month after I got out and, uh, about two months later they called me and, um, wanted me to go back in and were offering me even more money. You know, I was like, no, <laughs> I had started like my, the only job I ever had actually, I, I was bartending at the time. And, um, they, uh, I was like, no, I'm, bartending is way too fun. I'm not going back in the Marine Corps. But still, I, I still, I was still in like that status mindset. You know, I bought into that whole paradigm. I, um, I, you know, I would have, I was supported like the whole neoconservative agenda. Yeah, you know, I was a big dude, Bush dude, guy. It was, uh, dude, dude, don't feel crazy. bad. I used to be, I used to believe in it as well, bro. Don't feel bad, man. Don't, don't feel bad saying it. You know, I, I used no. to, I used to think working 16 hours a day and, you know, putting my head down and going to work for fucking 10 years and, 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 you know, doing what people told me to do was the right thing to do. I used to think that I, I was right on that on with you, man. I had bosses, every one of them, uh, you know, they don't really know how to do their jobs. So, you know, you just got to put your head down. Uh, and yeah, yeah dude, I, I just don't want to do that anymore. I don't, I, I, if, if I, if I work for a company, I'm going to make it fucking amazing. And that's what I do. And I don't want anybody stopping me. No, exactly, man. And that's, that's basically why I, you know, I never really had a job after that was 22 years ago. I got out of the Marine Corps and I haven't had a job except for that bartending job ever since that I did to go through college and computer science. But, um, nice. I mean, it took me years after I got out of the Marine Corps to break free from that, that mindset though, man. I was, I was deep into the brainwashing system. You know, I was, I was the person we were just talking about, like that held two different, you know, two, two contradictory beliefs in my head, like that we could be the good guy by invading countries who had done nothing to us, you know, like that's the fucking, that does not make you the good guy. And, uh, it was kind of, you know. And, and you know, when when you travel to these countries and you you meet so many nice people, I can't even envision, like, like doing anything near them, you know? Like, like, okay, you gotta take out a target, but take out the target. Don't take out everything around the target too, you know? Yeah, because yeah, that's blowback, I mean, right? Yeah. It's called blowback when you kill <laughs> right. people's families and they get angry and now they want to fucking blow us up, dude. It's common sense. Yeah, I'm, the, the war on terror created a thousand or a million Osama bin Laden, man. That's what, it's a policy that, or foreign policy alone creates more, you know, disgruntled people. Again, you fucking, you kill my family, you kill one of my children, you kill somebody anywhere, like even remote family or any, a friend. Yeah, I'm you coming. I swear, uh, yeah, I'm coming yeah. for you, man. And that's I'm coming, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. If you're in Russia, I'm gonna go buy the coat right now, man. I'm on my way. I'm gonna find you. Yeah. Exactly. And then, then you know, I, you don't see it like that when you're when you're when you're trapped in that uh, mindset. You know, you don't you don't think that you can never see yourself as the bad guy or the bad. You know, America is the bad guy, and you just see it as like, yeah, we're noble. You know, sometimes you gotta crack a few eggs to make an omelet and. Dude, oh, I believe that there's bad- fucking children. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I believe that there's bad apples in the world. I do, because every family has a bad apple, right? Like, like, like in the mafia, one person does something wrong, and the whole mafia gets blamed for the, you know, the, this this jerk off that went to go kill people, right? It's the same thing. Sure. I mean, I, you 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 can't you can't condemn a whole race or a whole country or you know a whole group of people, whatever they title themselves, uh, to be all bad. You can't do that. Everyone's different. Everyone is complete. Well, he, Not everybody agrees with their government, and I'm sure tons of those people don't. No, certainly. I mean, you could you could 
you could condemn all of Congress. <laughs> you know, it takes a, a special type of person to to want to pursue power and make it all the way up to Congress and go through all that. You know, it's like most of those people in Washington are, are sociopaths. So, um, you know, Dude, and most of them can't talk. <laughs> right. Especially not the vice president and the, I mean, yeah, I mean the president and the vice president too. They're, it's, it's hilarious to listen to them talk. I, I saw a video of Kamala Harris addressing a group of people at a table last week. I forgot what it was for, but she introduced herself as I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she, her. I'm wearing a blue dress and I'm sitting at this table. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is that, dude? Like, what? Are you serious? Oh. What what is this? <laughs> Hold on, let me decode that. <laughs> Maybe it's a test, bro. <laughs> Maybe it's a test. It, was, it blew my mind. I'm like, what? what these people? Really? How is anybody taking these people seriously? It, it really seems like they they can't talk. Like, look at Pelosi and and and, and you know, Biden literally looks like somebody's hand is up this and is talking with their hands. Yeah, you know, every once in a while yeah. they fuck up. Mm-hmm. That that last video he did where he looked like he was on like meth. I mean, I don't know what he was on. His, he didn't blink. His eyes were like these big black pupils, and he was uh I forgot what he was. He was enraged. It was about something. He was talking about uh like I guess Trump supporters or something and calling everybody terrorists or some shit like that. But uh, generalizing millions of people, you know, <laughs> and claiming that they're a threat to to America. And, yeah. But uh. Uh, sorry about that. I broke in one second. They just smirked mute him. All right, cool. Yeah, it's an open mic, uh, by the way. Uh, you know, I was going to, when I started the show, I was going to do, like, uh, that stage thing, but I really like it better like this. I, I like everybody to be able to contribute at any time. Um, so, you know, you guys could feel free to break into the conversation at any time. Uh, I really, I really like that freedom. Uh, so yeah, sure. Dude, 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 what we really want to know is what's the NSA know know about crypto? <laughs> are they on top of it? Well, they, like, are, well, I mean, nothing. are they? <laughs> Some of them, you know, I'm, I'm guessing yes. Obviously, you know, they're probably all in Discord. They're in there everywhere, man. I mean, that's what they do. You know, that's what that's what Snowden revealed. Uh, when you know and. <clears throat> which is why I had to leave the country because he, he exposed what they're doing. So yeah, they, they're in everything, man. But that's what's awesome about, uh, about crypto and, and the, and the blockchain and, and all these, it's, it's transparency, but it's privacy through this transparency. And it's, you know, I mean, you, you, <laughs> you could probably define that better or than I can, but that's, the yeah, decentralization it just gives everybody the power. So like, spy on me, dude. I don't give a shit. You know, you're not gonna <clears throat> right. You're, you're not, not gonna, gonna take the to coin. Control me through it. Right. Right. You're not gonna take the coin. But but keep in mind that as they do with everything, they will come to your house at gunpoint. Right. I'm gonna force you to do. It. Uh, they, I mean, eventually. Uh, eventually, they'll try to put you in jail, bro. They always do. Not if we yeah, have our way. That's, that's right. right. Not if not if pirate takes over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's some true true privacy coins, right? <clears throat> but yeah, I mean that's the that I look. Think uh, you have to play by their rules right now because I mean they will, like you said, they'll come to that come to your house with a gun. It's like when I first woke up to this whole system back in like 2007 when I finally broke free from my neocon chains and shit. I I stopped paying taxes. I just completely stopped supporting the system, but you know entirely. 
But then when I had a kid in 2009, just a few years, you know, a couple of years later, I was like, dude, they're gonna, they're gonna take me away from my children, you know, like, so I had to start playing back into the system. And so, I mean, yeah, I do it under duress. I have to, but I mean, there's dude, no, look, you know, unless I move, but <laughs> nah, dude, you know. it's called Dest- destinationfreedom.org. Look into it. This guy, he's amazing. I met him at, uh, at Porkfest, uh, last year. Uh, He's, he, he'll show, he'll show you how to do it the right way. You need to divorce the District of Columbia. Once you do that, you have no ties to having to pay anything, any taxes. Except for state tax. But the federal taxes, you're, you're not, you're not liable for it because you're a sovereign citizen. As long as you're not using their system. Right? So, you, you're not going to get social security anymore, but that's not really a big deal. I'm pretty sure you weren't planning on taking a vacation with that money. Uh, and, right. you know, it, it, you got 90 year olds working in the fucking supermarket, bro. No one's getting paid. Um, you know, so where was I going with that? Yeah, those, those people always get, uh, those sovereign citizen guys, they, uh, they always yeah. get killed by police. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I hate to say it like that, but good lord, over the years, no, you're right. we've on so many sovereign citizens who, you know, they've tried to do the off grid thing and try to do the like, they drive around with no license plate, which puts the target on the back immediately by cops, you know, so cops pull oh, over the plane that they don't know. Yeah, it's you nothing know, like bro. it's nothing like that, bro. He shows you how to change your. Uh, so, so what happened is they tricked you, right? and they tricked our parents, and they tricked their parents because the the application when you when you sign up for your passport, that's where the problem is. Uh, when you sign up for your passport, it asks you a question that can't be answered. Uh, are you a citizen of the United States? Mm-hmm. That, that that's that's not a valid question because you're, I'm a New Yorker. I'm a citizen of New York, right? And if you're from Connecticut, you're, you're Connecticut, you're Connecticut, you know, and, and you're from Kentucky, you're Kentuckian. There's no such thing as the, the United States of America. You're, 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 each state is supposed to act as an individual country, right? So my, 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 uh, what's it called passport is, is now I am a New Yorker. I am a citizen of New York. You see, so I'm not, I'm not participating in the federal side of anything. I don't want to be part of it. I don't use credit cards. I don't use banks, right? So, there's, mm-hmm. so if, I, if you're not using the system, you you can legitly step back out of it. And he shows you how in DestinationFreedom.org. His right name on, is Chris. Uh, Chris His what? name is Chris. His name is Chris. Okay. Say, tell him Lutz sent you. <laughs> All right. Well, we had a guy on the podcast, um, John Bush, who does the uh, the same thing. He, he, you know, John. Yeah, no, John. Okay, yeah, he uh he did the uh exit and build summit, you know, where it's 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 a very similar thing where um you but like this way you work you work with other folks instead of doing it on your own, you know, like the, these people like United groups get together and they're doing <clears throat> they're acquiring land, you know, and then yep. like taking over like the local government offices there and then and and then slowly you know, changing the law. So it's a, it's a, it's another cool strategy like that to try to. They're trying to take the state back. That's the fight I see here. They're all trying to take their states back, right? That That's kind of what's going on in a lot of these states. Uh, New Hampshire as well. You know, they're trying to take the state back. Right, right. And, and as an anarchist, you know, you don't like it, 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 you know, kind of contradicts the philosophy of the, of, abstaining from the state. But I see where like the certain localism and stuff like that, that, that can work, you know, like it, it, I mean, if you got, if you have 500 people that live in a, 
a small town and you know you you become the whole government of that town and then basically eliminate taxes and everything else you you know you could uh-huh. you could become like a sanctuary a freedom sanctuary and and um and insulate yourself from this federal behemoth so um well, check, check is, him, is the, is, well, check him out bro he's, he's pretty legit i mean everything i've i've listened to a lot of these people saying oh you could be sovereign right but it's most of the time it's all bullshit but this guy he wasn't bullshit bro yeah for sure, man. I, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely check him out. <clears throat> and he picks his cu- clients. You don't pick him. You may. He may not take him. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So this is like there's a cost associated with this. I guess is is it? Uh, he gets you off the. He unplugs you from the matrix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, it, for it, you you could either do it yourself for like three hundred bucks or like for three thousand bucks. He'll come with you to the post office and do everything with you. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, he'll walk you through so it. So you, you have a passport that says, that doesn't say citizen of the United States, it says citizen of New York? Yeah, well, it, it, it says citizen of the United States, but it's a little, it's a little different. I forgot how in the numbers at the bottom, there's some numbers at the bottom that are, are different now. Okay. So, so when the time comes that you claim you're a sovereign citizen, you could actually prove it. Yeah, you say, yeah, I don't, I don't participate in the system that you've created. I'm sorry. That's, I, I'm a right. sovereign. I, I am actually a sovereign citizen because I don't use your banks and I don't use your credit cards, right? And I don't use any of your services. So there's no really real way to tie me to your system. And, and that's usually how they do it. Because right? when people claim that you're a sovereign citizen, you know, they, they, they go to court and the court's like, well, you've been using our system for quite a fucking long time, man. You know, how could you sit there and say right. you're not part of it when you're using it? Right. right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's hard for a lot of people to do. You know, it's, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I would love to be able to do that right now, but like I said, you know, it's, uh, oh, yeah. I got two very important, um, very important, you know, <laughs> resources, <laughs> not resources, but like my children, you know, like that, that's what. Oh, yeah. Dude, dude, no, dude, just talk to Chris. He'll give you some more solutions about that stuff. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's got people with kids too. I mean, and, and he does that, that, uh, that certificate and he helps them with create a better birth certificate so they don't fucking, I mean, just, just talk to him. He's, he's got a few classes. You oh, just listen yeah. to him. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, I'm really happy that somehow I, I, I connected with this guy in, in New Hampshire at Porkfest. Uh, actually, I connected him first time I met him. Uh, I didn't really know what he did. I met his wife. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, uh, you know, we were at Gerald Salente's, uh, party and I met him there. And that's where I met hey, David cool. Knight. David Knight, who's that? He's the guy from Alex Jones? Oh, from, yeah, InfoWars Day, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lord. I've been on, I've been on David Knight's, I've been on the show several times. I'm like, man, that name sounds familiar. Yeah. Huh? David Knight's a cool dude, man. I'm so glad he parted ways with, uh, with Alex. It was, um, Alex is, he's a little emotional. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, but he used to, he used to talk all about like what we were talking about earlier about the two party paradigm and how it's used to control people and, yep. And then when Trump, when Trump came around, like, here comes out. He was supporting him. He was fucking supporting him. Yeah, he just, he turned all of his followers into like fucking Trump MAGA folks. And I'm like, what the, what is going on here, man? Yeah. I didn't understand that either, man. I, I always thought he was against the whole fucking system, not just a little bit of it. 
Oh, yeah. No, he totally went full full Republican, man. And maybe and, uh, maybe maybe he got paid, bro. We don't know. I mean, he did. He totally got paid. Infowars blew up when he started shilling for MAGA. So, like, I mean, he made you know, and it put also put a target on his back from everybody, you know, from everybody else because he was an easy target. And then they censored him. And uh, we we uh we actually I wrote an article in 2018, early 2018, about when they whenever they deplatformed Alex Jones. You know, that was a that was a big deal. Like, I totally disagreed with everything he was saying at that mo- at that point. You know, because he. He had gone full on xenophobic, Islamophobic, and you know, you, you go to the Infowars page, and it was just nothing but like Muslim man assaults woman, you know, like all this. On top of all the advertisements for supplements and shit, man. Right. Uh, separate, right. separate the stuff, man. Don't don't put it on the same page as the news, man. Make make it a fucking menu item, you know? What the fuck? Right. <laughs> Well, so, I mean, so like, like you couldn't get through the website without getting through all these. It, it was like back in the day when when you would go to like a website and get bombarded with porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but so yeah, so like then when he when they deplatformed, you know, we I wrote that article and put, I, it was a prediction. I basically I was like, first they came for Alex Jones, you know, uh, now everybody else is going to be next, and sir, you know, a few months down the road we were next. They came after Free Thought Project. And, um, and police to police, they deleted 6,000 of our followers in, uh, in a day, man. They deleted, we had 12 different me- social media pages on Facebook and, uh, they deleted us all across Facebook and they deleted us on Twitter and we got, uh, our YouTube got hit too. So it's like a, you know, it was a, a move outside of just one of these organizations. It was a larger, it was coming down from a larger group of people, which we believe that is the Atlantic Council. Um, Digital Forensics Lab is the the censorship arm that Facebook and Twitter both partnered with that works directly for the Atlantic Council and like mm-hmm. the you know to the, who gets to decide what social media gets to display and so crazy yeah, we were wiped off the internet within a day you know completely I mean our, our domain was still there um, but like our website domain was still there but everything that we had worked years for for building and you know all these social media pages and all this this was this was worth you know countless hours of our time and a lot we had lots of employees and everything it just wiped away in a in a minute <clears throat> and how about your website like your actual website did they do anything to the website um no i mean they but they like they blacklisted us you know so it's mm-hmm. like we had to lay off everybody you know we were we were the um at one point Back then, we were like the 415th largest website on the internet. I know in the world, right? There's billions of websites. We were we were under in the top 500, <clears throat> um, and so we were, you know, we were forced to be reckoned with. We could, we were challenged. We were like, we were the we would we were calling out police crimes, but from the a libertarian, like a like a not not from the left, you know. So we were. Which there was a niche for that. There was no one was doing that. There was no, you know, you have like Reason Magazine and all that, but they weren't, they weren't doing it like hardcore. You know, we were, we were, we were getting in the faces. We were, you know, we had, we were. Of we had course, like I do. Yeah, thing. man. I right, do the same right. thing, man. I'm tired. I'm, I, I get tired of hearing people's shit, bro. I get tired of it, man. I like, like I, I heard, I, I hear the other day. I hear. uh other cryptos, you know, you, you fight in a different world than I do, right? I fight in the crypto world. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I got, I, I don't even want to say the name of the project. Um, but 
let's let's just say this this Asian guy in a suit, right? <laughs> uh, mm. He's over here saying, "Oh, my coin is really private. It's good enough. It's really private." And then and then the, the next sentence is, oh, "We need to comply with African governments." I'm like, "What the fuck is what the fuck, man?" <laughs> What's the point? Of being private, if if you're not using it you to be private, yeah. <laughs> so so pick a side. Are you with the people? Right, right. It, it, yeah, that doesn't make sense, man. Hey, a it's lot a, of coins do that. Beware of statist coins, all of you. Beware of statist coins. People who start saying, "Yeah, we we should work with this system." You you need a centralized website. No, no, we don't. All right, we got IPFS, we got fucking Tor, Onion, uh, Cordal. Now we got tons of fucking options. All right, you're just lazy. Don't be lazy. Right? You, you know how many projects I, I would have built right now if I was able to add centralization to it? It would make everything I do so much easier. <laughs> right. Well, we're we're actually doing that. Um with uh with the media side too this this decentralization and alternative uh way of like presenting the you know news and everything where we joined with the um with this team or this this project called roundtable uh, hold on we got we got a salt a salty crocodile <laughs> okay i just muted me but uh so um, Brock Pierce, I, I, you gotta know, you know who Brock Pierce is, right? Yep, yep. Uh, the, the Bitcoin or crypto big, you know, big mover. Yeah, and then James Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, he's behind Tether. <clears throat> but, uh, and then James Heckman, who is, uh, he was the, one of the founding members of the, of Hulu, you know, the, the, the media group. Anyway, those two people got together and they started this thing called, uh, this media, I guess organization, if you could call it that, um, uh-huh. uh, it's called Roundtable, and so they invited us onto it. The whole like the Free Thought Project, they invited us to be part of the Roundtable. So because their their idea is to sit people from with all different opposing views at a roundtable, you know, and have peaceful discourse where it's mm-hmm. not you're not you know you're not just pitting people against each other. It's not just one side yelling about the other side. Right. It's like a, it's a it's a right. peaceful discussion. It's uh so we actually we were supposed to go live today, um, but I de- de- delayed that till tomorrow. So we'll be live on Roundtable tomorrow. Not like live, like as in a show. It'll be the Free Thought Project will be completely hosted and 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 located with uh with Roundtable as of tomorrow. Nice. So we we've already been doing like a beta for the last year. It's amazing, dude. I've been on several of these um of these Roundtable discussions where they've had. Uh, like people that I completely disagree with politically, but we were like, we discussed like gun rights and different and privacy and, and, and all these different, um, ideas. And, you know, we didn't come out of there completely agreeing with each other, but we had a, we had a peaceful discussion. Uh, we, it's hosted by the, the, like the mediator, Rob Nelson, who's an awesome producer, <clears throat> but, uh, mm-hmm. it's a, it was a, a peaceful discussion where like, Good knowledge was shared from both sides and, you know, people could come out of there with their own opinion and not being told what to think, you know, from, from one just hot airbag on, you know, on, on some news channel, just yelling at them or telling, or even websites, you know, they, there's, there's nothing to my knowledge like this that exists out there, you know, where you get a, you get to go to the same place and you're getting completely 
op is complete different opposite sides of of an argument right. on the same from right. the same outfit, and it's uh it's revolutionary. I love it, man. I can't wait. I'm excited uh, to move forward. It's with like that. A, it's like a true debate amongst more than two people now. Right, right. You're seeing face to face with multiple people instead of just two people representing, you know, whatever topic it is and their sides. Right, exactly. Like tomorrow, I go on with a four-star general, (laughs) and we're gonna we're gonna talk about, uh, yeah, the U.S. Well, my you know my position is the how the the U.S. is with acting with so much hubris in Taiwan, and you know, trying to. Not necessarily trying, but could possibly escalate us into potential global nuclear destruction. You know, so I mean, that'll be an interesting conversation. <clears throat> but I don't think that uh, I don't think they would ever push the button. Honestly, I think it's just I all. Not, man. It, I think it's all just you know, moxie. Um, you know, they're yeah. just trying to show show whose penis is bigger. That's I think that's all it is. Certainly, but they have. You know, they, they might not necessarily even need to be like a nuke launch like that. They have all these hypersonic missiles now that could, they might miscalculate and think, yeah, well, we can wipe out all their nukes in like, in, in five minutes, you know, before they have a chance to respond or, you know, something like that. And, and it just, so somebody slips up. It's because these people are, they've already proven that they're completely reckless and irresponsible and, you know, and incompetent. So, um, that's the that's the only fears that I have, you know. Like that's uh, is that these their incompetence gets the best of them, and someone thinks that they could like the same person that said I, Afghanistan will be a cakewalk, you know. Oh, if we nuke all of China's nukes at the same time, that'll be a cakewalk, you know. <laughs> and then you, you, ten years you know later, we're fucking nuclear winter. <laughs> you, you know what it is, bro? It's it's, it's those tough minded generals that think they're right and not open to taking some some uh some criticism some knowledge some you know j- just like a, a second opinions right like there's some of them that are just mm-hmm. so headstrong in what they believe that like like if if you told me today you know and you gave me some reasons why we don't need privacy i would listen to you i may not agree with right. you but i'm gonna listen to you <laughs> right um <laughs> You know, but they don't do that, right? They just cut you off. You're you're not a general. You know, get back in get back in line, soldier. But but if they listen to people's opinions, and I'm pretty sure that, you know, his troop, I mean, this one person is in his troop, at least one smarter than him, right? A little more intelligent than mm-hmm. he is. Right? I I've never worked in corporate America where there wasn't a guy. You know, on a low level, you know, maybe the guy just, and in my, my situation, you know, the, the people taking technical support calls, right? I, I've, I've met so many smart people. I used to train them, right? So, and, and, and then their bosses are idiots, right? And it's always the case that the, that the, you know, the guy in the lower tadpole of the, of the hierarchy in, in, in the company, he's, he's typically smarter than the people above him. Mm-hmm. Most of the That's time. The- that's why I've never had a job since I got out of the Marine Corps because I, I I have a problem with that. I can't work for somebody who you know. And I'm not saying like I'm arrogant and think I'm you know smarter than everybody, but if there's a chance yeah, that somebody that is intellectually you know less capable, and right. if there's a chance that they would be making decisions above me, then I can't put myself in that situation. So it's right. yeah, one so bad decision, two bad decisions. <laughs> One bad decision, two bad decisions, I'm out the door. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. 
And that's, so that's exactly what I got that? on the Marine Corps. <laughs> so, so, so we're talking about the free, pro- the free thought project. We, now, now I think we've gotten a good idea of the type of person you are and, 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 you know, what, what your goals are and, and what you're struggling to do. And, and you're working with, with, uh, you know, government people, uh, you know, to try to make lives better, you know, to try to show our side, our, our, you know, I'm not an anarchist, I'm not anything, but, uh, you know, that freedom side, the freedom mentality that none of us want to be held down anymore, you know, by, by invisible ghosts that come out of nowhere and take our money. Right. I, I would love, I, I would love one day for some like, you know, guy come up to my door with a clipboard and, and say, yeah, I'm the tax man. <laughs> <laughs> why don't they, why don't they do that anymore, bro? How many tax men were killed before they stopped doing that? <laughs> well, just, while the IRS buys, you know, I think in June they just bought $700,000 worth of, uh, ammunition. So that, that new tax man, you gotta watch out for. <laughs> you know, he's armed. The guy, they send him in armed now. <laughs> right, exactly. Our family would have done. This shit's funny. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's what they're doing. They they have these videos I've seen recently of like ATF agents going to, uh, like door to door and and confirming that the the weapons that people have just purchased, you know, like that's yeah, like, that's a, without without a warrant, you know, I'm like that's a good way to get killed. <laughs> you know, yeah, they, they, there was one where uh, I just saw it recently. It happened last year, but um, our buddy Ford Fisher with news to share. He he actually FOIA requested the video, and it, it was a. Uh, some ATF agents went to a guy's house and didn't have a warrant and demanded to see his guns. And so he was like, okay, I'll go get my guns. He goes back inside, calls the 911 and says some guys are at his door asking for his guns. Yeah. And oh, I saw that video. The ATF. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious, man. I was like, hey, the, the guy's like, you're making a big mistake. And, he's, and, and, and they're, like, they're like, get the taser. He's not cooperating. <laughs> and they start tasing the federal agent. And I'm like, great. Yeah, it was <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> like, that's what you get, man. This is, this is the system you're upholding by doing these things like that. And it's not, it's not a fair system and it. Certainly doesn't help anybody out by doing that. <clears throat> Dude, the guy, the guy was obviously not armed. He had a fucking piece of paper in his hand, man. They fucking did. And, and you can, and you can tell by, by, uh, you know, it was a young officer because you could tell his voice kind of broke as he was yelling. Did you notice that? Mm-hmm. Like, 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 like you know, he was going through puberty as he was like yelling at the guy. Yeah. Notice, yeah. <laughs> dude, listen to it again, dude, and you'll hear what I'm talking about. Yeah, he was scared. He was scared to death. That's what. Yeah. yeah, you heard the fear in his voice. The child came out, bro. I heard it, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, get on the floor. I don't know what the fuck's going on in his mind, you know? He's like, but I'm going to taste this fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, that's, you know, that's, another, that's why we do what we do, because unfortunately, 99.99% of all the other people that are in that situation are not federal agents and won't get the... You know, the same amount of, uh, coverage or, or even, you know, respect in the aftermath of situations that happen like that on a daily basis. So that's why, yo, we, dude, you know, that's why we yo, police dude, the police I, like we do. I, pro- I promise you, if they tase me, bro, I'm going to sit there and take it and love it. <laughs> you know why? Yeah. Cause it, cause it, because he like, when electricity touches the blood, it actually cleans it. So you're doing me a favor by letting me live longer. <laughs> really? Except yeah, people that they kill, they, they kill with the taser. <laughs> hey, go, go, go research Bob, go research Bob Beck. And, uh, he wrote a book, uh, The Body Electric. 
And it's, it's really, really fascinating, man. You should check it out. He calls it the, the God left, a, he says the God left us a back door to heal and it's electricity. And when you put it on your pulse, you know, where the blood is closest to your wrist. Yeah. It actually cleans your blood to the point where it's newborn baby blood and it kills really? every virus and it kills every virus, including HIV and AIDS. Huh. You can do that with Kaleidos. Bob Beck. I'm sorry, what did you say? I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh. The Bob Beck protocol, you have to use uh, Kaleido Silver as well with that. Well, okay. I'm, 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 a, I'm pretty advanced in this subject. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the silver particles in your blood uh, does help the conductivity of your whole body, which kind of gives you a second immune system. That's the benefits of Kaleido Silver. Um, but it, it doesn't, it, but you could do it separately. Uh, it does help though. Uh, you, okay. you may not yeah, want to do them I'm, both I at do this. Whole, the colloidal silver thing for sure. Yeah. Uh -oh. you, you, I only take 15 parts per million. Did I lose I mean, you? Uh, well, no, I'm no, I'm still here. Huh? There you go. Okay. Yeah, packet loss. So, <laughs> so you don't want to take, you don't want to take more than 15 parts per million, bro. Uh, there's a lot of GNC bullshit out there where there's like 500 parts per million. You don't need that much. Uh, a little bit will do the same. So just a tiny bit, man. A little shot of 15 parts per million every morning will boost your immune mm. system. And it, well, I do it. I don't know if it's a fact. I've been doing it for over 10 years. So, and and then. Oh uh, no, me too. Ironically enough, Alex Jones got me into colloidal silver. <laughs> mm. But mm -hmm. I'm probably like you know 15 years ago or or a little a little less than that, like I don't know, 13 or 14 years ago. He, they he had somebody on to talk about, and um. Yeah, I certainly, uh. I learned it from Bob doctor. Beck. Bob Beck, yeah. is, it's an old guy. He, he uh, they say, I, I researched him and, and they say that he fell and hit his head and died, which I don't believe. I think somebody knocked him over the head. Because at that point, when you find the body, how the hell, the hell do you know, right? Uh, that's, it, but, but, you know, I think, I think they took him out because he was actually healing people. And, you know, they don't want that. They, a, a patient lost is, is, uh, what's that saying? Uh, a patient lost, uh, is like a customer lost, something like that for doctors. Oh yeah, a patient cured is a customer lost. Yeah. Ah, there you uh, go. Yeah. 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 You certainly like like we we don't have the healthcare system. We have the sick care system. <clears throat> yeah, there, there, and, there's no, and there's no preemptive trying to get people healthy. You know, it's like okay, now you're sick. <laughs> now you know. right. It's <laughs> it's all after the fact. Right. Exactly. And imagine. Imagine the lives that could have been saved during COVID had they actually told people to, instead of telling them to stay inside and, you know, like be lethargic and just stay on the couch and Netflix and chill, you know, if they had told them to go outside and exercise and, you know, told people like, hey, obesity is a big factor in this, you know, you might want to start working out and like you, so many people's lives could have been saved from that. And, uh, but that's do not it. what they did. Instead, they gave everybody a <laughs> this, this criminal mRNA vaccination. If you do the research, you will find the video on Bob Beck. I don't know if it's still out there, but he says that, uh, I forgot what three-letter agency came to his door and, and, and they came guns drawn, like tons of vehicles, all guns drawn, uh, you know, breaking down his door and, and telling him that, you know, and try and, and arresting him, uh, for saying the word cure, that what he does can cure cancer. And, and he, he proved it. Multiple times, he's got like a stack of papers of how many people he fucking cured. 
and 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 they and and they break down his door instead of saying, "Show me how you did it," right? Wouldn't you want to know? As even as doctors, wouldn't you want to know how he fucking did it? No. Instead, they right. break down this guy's door and. And they threaten him. If you, if you, if you talk anymore, no, we're gonna have an issue. And he actually admits that something, if you, I don't remember exactly, cause it's like nine years ago, but, um, he says something like they told him to stop because, you know, they need people to die. <laughs> Some crazy shit like that, bro. Yeah, that's crazy shit. For sure. Now there's a, there's a bunch of stuff there, like, uh, of, of stories like that about these people who have, you know, like found like these alternative cures and, and treatments and stuff like that. And then they, they either, you know, they get completely destroyed in like, you know, in the public front or they mysteriously die. Yeah. And, uh, well, there was an Italian, an Italian doctor was, that was curing, curing people's cancer. And then, and then the one person or I, I think it was one person that died on him, you know, at some point, some people are just too far gone. Right. Uh, he, he tried to help them, and he, his method was sodium bicarbonate, right? He would inject sodium bicarbonate right where the, the tumor was, and and it would go away, right? So he got a camera, and he stuck it in the body, and he went right to the tumor, and he found out that it's white. It's white like a fungus. He says cancer is a fungus. And maybe that's why yeah. Bob Beck's method works so well is because it's silver, right? Uh, copper and silver is a fungus. Mm-hmm. It, it, it kills that, right? It's a natural fungus. Right. Side, yeah. So, so maybe cancer is just a fucking fungus, bro. And, and as soon as you <laughs> go to the doctor, they make a big fucking deal out of it, you know, because it could spread the fungus and eat you alive like a tree, right? Funguses grow on trees and they do the same thing. It all, it all makes sense to me. I don't, I don't know why it doesn't make sense to most people, but anyway, let, let, let's get to the free thought project, man. Tell me about the free thought project. What, what do you guys do there? Well, I mean, you know, we're a, a independent media outlet. We, uh, we put a report on stories that we propose solutions to like a lot of the problems that present themselves and we you know within the state and it's monopoly on power and a centralization on power. So. Instead of just, you know, re- reporting on like a, a, a story like a, a Fox News or a CNN would report, you know, where they would just spin it to, to garner support for one side or the other. We would, you know, call out the corruption on both sides in that, in that aspect and then propose a solution or, you know, point to the real problem of what was causing that. So, uh, it's, uh, <clears throat> like I said, you know, we quickly rose to the, like, way up there in the ranks on websites because there was not very many people that were doing that, you know, and... Um, it was also easier back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right, man. It was much easier. I used easier. to rank sites. You know? <laughs> I used to rank them, dude. It was so easy because there was only one keyword you had to rank for. These days, you got to rank for a hundred, hundreds, hundreds of keywords to rank. So it's right. a different, right. different thing today. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, and you know, like it's been, it's been downhill since, um, since then, you know, since 2018 when they wiped us off social media, it's been a battle that we've been, you know, fighting hard to, uh, to, to stay, you know, to stay at it. It's, uh, it's tough, you know, like the, our ad revenue, we get, since we've been blacklisted on so many things that were, you know, our ad revenue dropped off significantly. So, yeah, you know, we had to lay good. off people yeah. and, that's a, yeah, that's censorship, yeah, exactly. bro. That's another method of censorship. You know, if they can't stop you, they're gonna stop your money, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. And that's what that's what's promising about this move to roundtable is that uh, 
all that goes away. You know, all the blacklisting on advertisements and everything that all goes away because Roundtable has a whole different uh, a whole different uh, way of doing it. You know, so we're not going to have to rely on Google or anybody's AdSense or anything like that for for. Nice. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. a whole new world coming, bro. I can tell you right now. It's happening right now. Yeah, that's we're, what we're, we're, we're all on the like the. Yeah, we're, we're all on the into like video and podcasts and everything too. You know where we're picking out sponsorships and um, mm-hmm. and sponsorships of new media companies. Like there's the Sovereign Media. Um, it's uh, Ben. Um, what's his last name? Uh, famous dude. He was he worked with Dash when we worked with Dash. He, he um, what the hell's his last name? <laughs> anyway, he. Uh, no, um, he was a, he was a, like a mainstream media newscaster. And then he started this, uh, this segment on his, on his news called, uh, Reality Check. And mm-hmm. it, like, was a huge, uh, a huge, um, hit, like, right off the bat. But then it was, like, challenging the powers that be, you know? So, like, they, 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 um, kind of attacked him. So he went off on his own. Ben Swan, that's his name, Ben Swan. Oh, that's fine. Uh, I know that guy. He's, he's always got some nice hair going on. <laughs> he does, right? Uh, but no, I want to so see him in the morning when he wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's sponsored. He just picked, we just picked him up as a sponsor for, uh, for a podcast and stuff. So, um, with right. Sovereign Media, his new outlet, it's like another decentralized blockchain hosted, uh, you know, media. That's what, that's where this is all moving to, man. Is yep. because of this, you know, this, it took a little, it took a couple of years to, you know, to move and react and see how the pieces fit into play. But the, we realized that we cannot play by their rules. So we have to break yeah. free and, can't and, use and, can't use right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, same, and that's same with where, that sovereign, the same with that sovereign citizen thing. You can't, you just can't use them anymore. Just don't use anything they offer. What are you using? Right. BitChute, Odyssey? Uh, we use, uh, we use Odyssey, um, um, Rumble, um, which is, Rumble's just basically just another YouTube. It's not as, it's not as good right. as, as Odyssey since Odyssey is actually on the blockchain. So. Yep, decentralized. Um, <clears throat> right, this is decentralized, yep. And we, you know, we're, um, Float, uh, you know, a big proponent of Float and Mines. Um, okay. we had, we had Bill, Bill, Bill Ottman on the, um, podcast not too long ago. Um, I spoke to so, Kingsley, yeah, that's, Kingsley a couple hmm? times. I spoke to Kingsley okay. a couple times from Float. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and even MeWe, you know, even though that's a, that's a, a www dot, um, like base, but it's still, it's, uh, it's decentralized. It doesn't treat the user as the product. And, you know, so, that's what we do. We, we were, we're trying to, you know, push people off these establishment controlled platforms and into these other, you know, decentralized ones where they're not being spied on and, you know, and manipulated censored. and shit. Yeah. And not censored, more importantly. Right. 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 Um, and not censored. Exactly. You know, Kingsley told me twice he, he wants pirate on float, dude. He, he, he wants to get pirate chain on float, like as a pain. Oh, no option. kidding. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, he told me twice. I, I should follow up with him eventually. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and also, it's not like blowing up yet, but it will. I think. I mean, that's where this is all going. So, you, you, you know, Odyssey, Odyssey is okay. I, I still don't think there's a perfect solution for videos. Uh, you know, for like a YouTube alternative, a decentralized YouTube. I don't think there's right. a, a solution yet. 
uh, because there's one problem I see with this Odyssey thing, and I don't know if anybody else sees it. It's using a transparent coin. And oh, every okay. and every time you upload a video, it does a transaction, right? So mm-hmm. it's not too hard for you know maybe like CypherTrace to to figure out who's who because of the transactions and what transactions you've made before with that same address. Right, right. So yeah, they know, you know who uploaded those videos, bro. <laughs> so it's not really right. decentralized. No, no. Understand? Yeah, so you need <laughs> Get pirate on that too, man. <laughs> I'm sorry to enlighten you with that data today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, in essence, uh, like there's very few true private coins like like yours, you know, like private like pirate coins. So, <clears throat> um, I mean, if you're, you know, using or or in those communities, I mean, that's that that's not it's not truly private, but right. Uh, but but I just know. wanted to make people <laughs> aware. <laughs> Yeah, LBRY right, right, is exactly. not truly private. If you're making, if you have to upload a video and make a transaction, that transaction is going to be traced. It's a, it's a public coin. It's, it's public for everybody to see. Um, if normal people could probably find out, you know, who uploaded it, it would don't even have to be cipher traced. Um, so LBRY is kind of like Bitcoin to me. Um, mm-hmm. and I also, and I also see them like doing events together. Now I see Tone Vase and and. Uh, that other hippie-looking guy from library, always together. Uh, so I kind of, kind of shy away from that stuff. Uh, but there is new technology coming, Matt. There's new stuff coming, man. I promise you, it's gonna be fucking sick. Yeah, it looks like this quarter is pretty promising for for being a spark in a lot of that, man. <clears throat> uh, I'm, I'm now level one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I went level two you days now to level two. <laughs> nice, man. Yeah, so, I mean, it, so it's a framework, right? So I don't like the fact that Cordal's transparent. And I've, I've yelled at Crow many times <laughs> the last two years. Um, but he, he's agreed to add Pirate to it so that uh, every transaction can be anonymized. Uh, also, okay. he's gonna, he's gonna, once it's in there, he's gonna help me, or help him, really, cause it's his platform, um, create some type of anonymizer so that any coin you buy on the DEX, it will be traded for pirate, and then it will come out the other end for the same coin again, but in different amounts, randomly. So, once it goes through pirate, it disappears. And now we've, we've okay. made all coins fungible by using pirate. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's a cool, pretty, right? uh, yeah, yeah, that's a pretty big selling point. <laughs> well, we, isn't that awesome? We can make every coin fucking fungible, bro. It, it will be traced, but we could, we could show people how to kill that trace. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's badass, man. <laughs> big selling point. And it's, <clears throat> and it's, and it's a dex. And it's a dex. Mm-hmm. So it's, I, I, I'm, I'm excited for the future. I see a lot of cool shit coming. Um, once, once he adds that, uh, it works the framework. You could build applications on it easier. Uh, it's just Java for the most part, I, I believe. I have to ask Crow. I, mm-hmm. I think it's Java. So any normal Java dev could, could get involved. You know, typically there's a barrier when, when developers come into crypto and I, you know, I've been dealing with it for years. You know, they don't understand crypto. They, they're, they're amazing developers, but they just don't understand crypto. 
and 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 that's their barrier. They, you know, like getting into wallets and 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 uh, you know the core of a chain. That's a different thing for them, but they do have the talent. They just don't know how to do it yet. So, I I, I think right. a lot of people will, will will be coming soon. Uh, Cordo will be adding a, a Git within the platform. So when you open your wallet, you'll have your own Git to put your code. Okay. And that will be awesome because you know we really do need a decentralized Git at the moment. We're using GitLab, which is kind of cool, but you still yeah. got to stand up a server. And you gotta trust whoever's hosting that server, right? Right. Um, you know, it, it'd be nice not to trust anybody. Not, not to have to trust anybody. Not to have to right? trust, right. <laughs> so, wow. yeah, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of cool stuff. And, and with those applications you could build, they could easily build now a YouTube where it's fully decentralized. And when you host something, it's coming directly locally from your computer. It's not being stored anywhere on the internet, which is, you know, it, it's the best. P2P is the best, man. There's no other way to do things. Right. I mean, you run into bandwidth issues and stuff, but I mean, uh, if there's like a, I guess a, a proxy in between or something like that, that could probably, that could eliminate it, but, you know, not uh, nah, bro. Be on a super fast. <laughs> what? Well, I, well, depending, well, depending, but, but, uh, when, when there's going to be a lot more nodes, uh, at some point. At the moment, I think they're even, I think they're beating Litecoin on node count, full node count. So, I'm not sure how many of them are all the same person. That's a good question. Uh, but, you know, at, at some point, uh, you know, Cordal incentivizes uh, people to run a full node, right? At the moment, every chain in the world is incentivizing, incentivizing miners. Miners don't give a shit right. about the coin. They don't care. They mine for today, bro. They, they sell that. They, they just want to make a profit. That's their goal. They don't care right. what coin they're mining, right? And I know because I used to be that guy. I'm still that guy. I'll mine anything. And so, <laughs> so the incentive is going to the wrong person. The incentive of the rewards of a chain is should be going to the users of the platform, not miners. I understand we need verification, but there's a lot of a lot of ways to do verification, and you know it would be better, in my opinion, for the users of the platform to do that because they're the ones using it. They're the ones that's going to help. They're the ones that are going to go tell their family members about it. Miners don't do that. It's just not, it's not the same thing. It's not the same mindset. Right. <clears throat> well, man, um, it's been an hour here. I have to have, yeah, brother. Before. I have to, uh, have to go to bring the kid the drums. So, um, man, this was, uh, awesome coming on your show, dude. I, uh, I enjoyed the conversation. Hope the people that were listening enjoyed it too, man. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna re- we're gonna do a recording and we're gonna put it out on all the socials now. Usually we get a few hundred hits. It's pretty cool. I mean, I'm, I'm not that popular. <laughs> well, yeah, share it my way, man. I'll put it out to my uh, to our network and uh, do the same. Awesome, awesome. I have uh, for those who are that are still here. I have an interview with David Knight in two days. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, tell him. Tell him Matt Agarus said what's up. <laughs> I will. And, uh, yeah, I hadn't been on his show in a while, but um, yeah, I, I hadn't been on since he was actually since he was with Infowars. That's where I, that's when I used to go on. But it, it's um, funny. I, I I just got an, an email. Are you available on this date and that date? Uh, I, oh, just, no I, kidding. I just said awesome. hello. <laughs> I said, hey, what's up? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, he's a good guy, man, and he's he's uh, uncompromising, which is why. He, Said he gave Alex Jones a finger. So, 
that's a rare quality these days, and I'm glad that uh, I love I love good, I love this pro- I love his professionalism when he does shows, man. He's always fixing papers and shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's reading he's reading Free Thought Project articles most of the time too, man. He's always. Uh, <laughs> He's always reading our articles. I love it. <clears throat> uh, man. All right, brother. If you got any links, websites you want to throw out there for people to come find you, please. All, yeah, you, you can know. follow me on Twitter, Matt Agarist, at Matt Agarist, M-A-T-T-A-G-O-R-I-S-T, and then freethoughtproject.com. Well, uh, come get enlightened <laughs> and pissed yeah. sometimes. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, some of those things really anger me, dude, but I just turned that into motivation. That's just me. I don't, exactly. I don't get depressed about it. I get angry. I turned it out. Yeah. I turned it inward. Yeah. Get active, you know? Yeah. Make it the fuel as to why, why you want to make life better. Yep. Great point, man. All right, Lutz. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate you having me and, uh, I'll take care. All right, Matt. Love you, man. Thank you for coming. All right, brother. I'll see you on the, I'll see you around. All right. Bye bye. All right. Sorry, guys, we didn't have time for a question and answer. I mean, we don't have too many people here anyway. So, um, what do you guys think? It's pretty cool, right? Yeah, NSA guy, man, that's fucking cool. He's he turned turncoat NSA guy. That's pretty cool. Um, I'm, I'm really happy there's people like him out there fighting for us. Uh, you know, if the generals had their way, you know, the way this country would be right now. Uh, so, you know, uh, if you asked me three months ago to interview, you know, someone like Matt, I probably, you know, as soon as he said the word NSA, I would have said no. <laughs> but, uh, but you know what, dude, after, you know, many, many uh, events I've been to, I've met like a lot of like military people, a lot of them, a fucking lot of them. And um, they, 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 they really, they're not the same as the politicians. They're not, they, they really want. You know, and 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 I and you know you got to think about it. They chose the job to like defend their their fellow man. So, you know, I'm I'm sure if they see something wrong, you know, they're all gonna have a problem with it. You know, unfortunately, none of them have that much power to change anything, and that's the problem, right? That's why they, you know, everyone's a human, guys. Everyone's a human. You know, like some people, they go in the streets and they start throwing rocks at officers, and I'm like, what the fuck you doing, man? The fuck you think that guy likes his job, man? He's, he's fucking trying to support his family. He doesn't, I mean, I mean, it's different if he's over there punching a girl in the face. That's a different story, right? Yeah, you're gonna stop him as a human being. You're gonna take that guy and throw him, throw him into a window, right? But, but you know, they're just doing the jobs, you know? They, they're being told what to do. And they're doing it because they gotta feed their families. So, don't hate cops. Um, you know, personally, I'm not a big fan myself. Uh, I've never had a, many good interactions with them. Uh, I've been on the side of the road and I needed help. And there were many times cops would, I actually had a woman cop look at me, shake her head and and, and, and leave. And and I'm like, you didn't even fucking help me, you fucking cunt. You know, right? So, so yeah, I, I, I get crazy, man. I'm, I'm, you know, like, like you're supposed to be helping us. You're supposed to be fucking helping us. You know, and I was a kid back then. I was a kid. You know, and, you know, anyway. Anyway, I, I've had cops pull me over and lie to me saying, oh, you, you just took your seatbelt off. And dude, I, on my grandma's grave, I didn't do that. What the fuck? You know, and, and it, it, they, he literally lied to my face trying to accuse me of taking my seatbelt off. Or, or on, sorry about that. You know, <laughs> anyway, 
Yeah, so I, I, I personally, you know, maybe it's just where I live in New York City that uh, I've never, I haven't had such good uh, interactions with officers. And, you know, and I'm not doing anything bad. It's, they're normal interactions. They're just not good ones. Right, right? You pull me over to be nice. Be nice to me. Right? Don't be a dick. Don't start asking me stupid questions. Right? Where are you coming from? Like, no, bro. Here's my fucking license. Do what you got to do. Right? Anyway. Um, yeah, so, you know, and, and on that note, guys, when, when somebody says, do you understand? Never say yes. All right. Cause that, that's just a psychological mind game where when they say, do you understand? You know, you're, you're, you're literally telling them that they're the boss when you say yes. Okay. So no, you say, no, I don't understand. Please explain it to me. All right, guys, this is Lutz. Yeah. Never talk to cops. That's right. You have the right to remain silent and fucking use it. Right, just don't fucking say anything and you're better off. Um, alright guys, uh, we're gonna end it here. Love you all. We're gonna have the monthly meeting in, oh, we won't, we oh, nice. Uh, in about an hour guys. So, uh, Drake will be on in about an hour and he'll give you the updates, uh, for the month that's been going on in Pirate. And, uh, man, that's about it. Uh, Mulroy's, hey, Mulroy, you son of a bitch. What are you doing here? Can you talk? Can Mulroy talk? Let's wait. There he is. Tell us about this hardware wallet. How does it work? What's it look like? Post some pictures. He's posted pictures. Hey. We posted hey. pictures. Do it again. Redundancy, man. We got to get the word out. There's a picture of it in the wallet uh, channel right now. Ah, sweet. Go to the wallet channel, guys. Uh, it's pretty exciting. Me personally, I'm, I'm not going to be happy till I have like a prototype in my hand, but, uh, you know, it's, it's never been done before from what I understand. There's never been like a ZK Snarks hardware wallet. So once again, Pirate doing the first of something, uh, you know, and what's going to happen, unfortunately, is everyone's going to copy it and, you know, we're probably not going to get any credit for it as normal. Uh, but you know, you, you people in the know know that, you know, Pirates leading the way with ZK Snarks, and you see, you hear a lot of coin. I don't know if they're going to be able to copy it, not at least not quickly. Right, uh, right. That took uh, a long time. Yeah, no, no, no. The the hardware Mulroy did was it's a custom design. Yep, he he made the the case right. All everything's custom. Yeah, I saw it. I I, I was I I was the first guy he contacted for that, and you know I, I was before I left. I you know I'm not sure who picked up the slack. Maybe Drake. Um, but you know, he, he was doing good back then. He was doing it back then. He was showing me custom circuitry and, oh, I gotta order these boards now. And yeah, he's, he's into it, man. He's definitely, oh, oh, look at that. Oh, and it's got a fingerprint, a fingerprint thing. Is there any security issues with that, Forge? I have, you know what? I haven't tested it. I don't think that's a, I, you know, you have to ask Mulroy on the security. I have Dang. not, I do not have one in hand. I'm not a big fan of fingerprints. But, you know, I mean, that's cool. You want to get in your wallet real fast? Boom, fingerprint. It's like, it's like you know, getting to your gun, right? The best one is here. Put your fingerprint, boom, you open it up, nice and silent. Nobody knows you, you're in the, the... The intruder don't know you're you're already ready. Um, Yeah, man, so that's exciting, guys. Pirate, first, first uh, hardware wallet for ZK Snarks. 
Uh, Drake will, will say more, I think, on the on the monthly meetings. So make sure you cat, you you're here for the monthly meeting. Don't miss those monthly meetings uh, because there's information that comes out, and no one's going to tell you because they, you know, there's reasons. Everyone's got reasons. All right, all right, guys. Uh, let's end it here. Uh, I love you all. Let me take another swig of rum here. Hold on a second. I think right. the monthly meeting starts in about 20 minutes, according to the calendar, not in an hour. Oh, it's 5 o'clock? Uh, it's, it's 6 o'clock, not 6.30? That's what the events say at the top of the channel. Okay. Oh, that's good. So we could start the internal meeting earlier. Because um, yeah. by, by tonight, I'm going to be drained, bro. Starts in 18 uh, minutes. Ah, uh, sweet guys, eighteen minutes. All right, so you might as well just just move on, move on over to the. Oh, we can't. I don't think you could go to the stage channel yet. Uh, Fifteen minutes, guys. Just go get a coffee, get a bagel, and come back. And this is Lutz. Love you, love you, Forge. Love you guys, and thank you, Forge, man. You, let me tell you guys, Forge has been like uh, you know, people call me saint, but he's been the saint. He's the real saint uh, that, that's made everything happen. I just have a big fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah, and that's the truth of it. You know, that's the truth of it. Uh, you know, without the developers, guys, we can't, you know, think things things don't run. Things don't run without developers. You know, I, I feel there's a community out there. I think it's XCQ, Equilibrium. Uh, you know, it, the whole the whole fucking community is up in arms with the developer disappears. <laughs> the guy just disappears randomly and don't say anything, man. I mean, tell me that that's not like the scariest shit ever when you you know think about it. you invested a lot of money right into this project and then this guy just disappears. Like, dude, what the fuck? Like, there's no responsibility to to, to what you you have no responsibility to the people who have faith in you, right? And, and, and that's just not right. It's not right, bro. And, and you know what? I think they do it intentionally because they wait for that price drop. Maybe they didn't get enough of their own project, right? I mean, I, I think they do it intentionally, honestly. I, I, I've seen it multiple times in the past. It's been going on since Bitcoin talk. You know, or, or I, I've been away, guys. My mom was sick. You know, like, like, dude, you couldn't drop a fucking...